You're listening to the Blue Dog News Podcast. Well, here we are again with Jason Black. Thank you again for taking some time uh, to talk to us on the Blue Dog News Podcast from the U.S. perspective. Hi, Doug. Thanks for having me. Sure. Good to be back. Good to have you back. (laughs) Um, So one of the questions I wanted to ask um, was, is this raise going to be extended? We know that answer. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you would know, have seen that answer. So um, this raise is unique in that the timing lined up with the UK, which isn't always the case. And um, with their extending um, for us to do that, you know, extending from a regulatory documentation perspective is a much easier lift than starting a new raise. So we are yeah. extending with the UK so that we can, um, raise some additional funds for our sustainability goals. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we wanted to make sure we handled correctly was for any of the incentives in place for people that have been generating leads and um, helping in that front that they get rewarded and they're not penalized by the extension. So we made sure to handle that the right way on the front end. Um, I but yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> as, as one of the winners. Yeah. yeah. So which means now there's another round that they get a whole another round of intros. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So another round of prizes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now it's, uh, I think it ends the same day as the UK, right? It's 105, exactly. 105 days, I think. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was exciting to hear. Um, the first time it was extended kind of caught me flat footed, but now I know. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I definitely learned some things from that extension. So in terms of how we handle and communicate that better, I think hopefully we accommodated that here. Um, There was also just the realities of COVID and everything else going on in in the world last year and um, where our focus was. I I think we we took a lot away from that and wanted to make sure we were more effective in how we handled it this time around. Yes, that's that's good news. That'll be exciting. But just over three months, three and a half months, so. Um, next question was uh, AGM. I know it's been scheduled now. It's official, August 28th. Anything else we can talk about as far as that goes? Sure. So um, from uh, just scheduling it at all, you know, as soon as we felt like there was going to be a path, we put a date out there, which is Saturday, August 28th. It is the last Saturday in August, similar to when it has taken place before, uh, being based in Columbus, I'll call out um, something that has asked anytime that day comes up. Ohio State does not play on that day, which uh, <laughs> a competitive event uh, if they were. Um, but yeah, we're very excited to actually have an in-person event. Um, at this point in time, uh, it looks like we'll be able to have at least 4,000 people in attendance. So wow. a very, very healthy um, uh, in-person event. Um, if we have the ability to grow that, we will. If we have to be sensitive to things changing in the opposite direction, we'll do that as well. But at this moment, it looks like it will be a somewhat normal AGM, which we're really excited about. Um, yeah. Planning on having over 20 breweries uh, visit us again this year. Those conversations are very much in the works. Um, we have some headliners that we haven't quite like signed on the dotted line, but we, we, we feel like we're very, very close on that front as well. 
we were a little behind the ball from a timing perspective, just given when we found out that we'd be able to have it. But um, fortunately, performers are eager to get back out there. (laughs) So um, we're we're, um, not in short supply of conversations that we're having. So very excited to have really all the aspects that people came to know about AGM from um, hopefully James and Martin being here. That's currently the plan, but something yep. have to change for that to fully fall into place to uh, the breweries on site, to musical acts, uh, to food trucks, to um, really having a great all around experience and dog tap in the museum with tastings. We're approaching it with the same amounts of excitements and thoughtful planning that people have come to expect. So as someone who's been to the U.S. AGMs, I'm curious, uh, any any feedback or thoughts on things we need to think about before this one um, from your past experiences? Um, I, the last one that you guys had, there were a lot of tents because it was very, there's no shade back there. So lots of tent space for people to hide from the sun because I was on the sun yesterday for like 45 minutes and I'm still burnt because I got all that Irish blood. But that, that was the biggest thing was just, um, yeah, there were there near the end of the day the lines got long, but that was to be expected. And I think what seventy four hundred people, seventy eight hundred people, uh, two years ago. Um, but yeah, the biggest one was um, that we loved was the fact that there was more tent cover. Definitely planning on tents. I'll also, um, if you don't bring one, I will make sure that you get a hat because uh, <laughs> you can't have that dome exposed for too long. No, no, it's <laughs> I cook so easily. It's just. <laughs> It's sad. It's really sad. That and spicy food, just <laughs> too Irish. Um, so excellent. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, actually, it's going to be part of uh, Brett and I's honeymoon. Is we're gonna, it's going to what our last weekend of our honeymoon is going to be uh, at the at the uh, AGM. So it should be exciting. Amazing. Congratulations! And and actually, um, you're you're one that plans out really far. And I we um, I think we even talked about this, but uh, because of the late um, kind of notice to planning AGM. Normally, we'll know, you know, at least 10 months in advance and we can block off the hotel. Well, we didn't have that luxury. So we're actually, we're hosting a wedding that same weekend. Oh, wow. They, they had booked <laughs> about half of the hotel for the wedding. So uh, we, we don't even have nearly the uh, rooms and ability to um, host that we normally do because we were already somewhat committed. But wow, uh, yeah. Good problem to have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that leads me into um, new bars opening up in the States. Um, so I know the lease was signed for Vegas. Yes, it was. And so theoretical opening. Yeah. So just um, Vegas, it's incredible. You know, we've shared some images. People online love it. We're incredibly excited. We view this as a... Um, a global brand statement. This, yeah. yes, it's happening in the U.S., but this has an impact globally. So we're putting really the full might and muscle of the global global BrewDog team and global retail team behind this. Um, it will uh, most certainly be the biggest and most expensive BrewDog bar to date. Um, yeah. it, it will be an icon site from a number of different ways of, of thinking about that term. Um, but we're incredibly excited about this one. Um, there's two like concurrent issues 
for opening bars, typically, and Vegas is no exception. There's the alcohol licensing level and there's the construction level. Generally, construction takes longer. Um, in Nevada, alcohol licensing <laughs> typically takes longer. So um, we are hoping to have that bar opened Q1 um, early, early 2022. Um, wow, that's ambitious. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think, you know, that gives us um, about a year from when we sign the lease. And normally, oh, yeah, I guess normally yeah. from when we sign a lease, we want to be open from three to six months, which is also very ambitious. So this one, by our standards, is longer, but it has a yeah. lot more to do with just the bureaucracy and red tape of obtaining the alcohol license than the construction itself. The construction on a site this size also will take longer than what we're used to. So. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're really, really excited about it. James has said numerous times that um, it's the coolest sites. Coolest is probably more of an American way of saying it than he said it. But <laughs> the gist of it was it's the coolest BrewDog site he's ever been to and one that he's really, really excited about. Yeah, we're, uh, I know Brad and I are looking forward to, hopefully we can make the, uh, the opening for that. But I imagine the, once the, if there's an EFP night, um, I imagine those tickets are going to go um, pretty darn fast. So it's going to be like uh, golden tickets to get to that. Well, we have a um, rough, which will probably be fairly in the ballpark, um, approved occupancy figure. And it's 1,500 people. So it's a big bar. Wow. So, okay, um, then. <laughs> we, we, we should be able to have a healthy amount of tickets. So I hope that we wow. run into the issue of there's not enough. But it is a much bigger space with the interior bar in the rooftop than what um, you would come to expect from others. So uh, we should be able to get most people who want in on that, in on that. Yeah, and I would say the EFP, you'll probably fill it up because what was it? I think it might've been James during one of, during the last, the fake AGM um, was, uh, you know, where else, what, where is the UK version of Vegas? And the answer was, Las Vegas, you know, because it's there are flights to Las Vegas from everywhere in the world because it's an absolute destination city. So, um, yeah, I think there are going to be a lot of punks who use that as an excuse to come over to the States. We have a number of people on our team based here in the U.S. who are from the U.K. And um, even before they were living here in the U.S., like Vegas was very much the same destination that it is for Americans, whether it's, yeah. you know, for conferences or bachelor parties or bachelorette parties or whatever purpose people go to Vegas for That's also um, what they use Vegas for. So. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good one. Uh, New Albany, I think, is that the next one opening in the States? New Albany is the next one opening in the States and that should open late July. Um, that one, uh, it's just a really unique location. And I think I've said this to you before, we weren't looking in Columbus. We felt really good about, you know, what our footprint was here, yeah. but uh, we were approached about a just ideal type scenario. Um, it's a, it's a great building. The economics made sense for us. It's with zero traffic from the brewery and canal. It's a 30 minute drive. It's almost a 30 minute drive to Franklinton or, um, the short north. So it's not like it's close and we don't think it's going to cannibalize business that we have. Yeah. There's serve market. There's a lot of people that have moved out there and live there, but there's not a lot of options. Um, so we're, we're really excited about it. Um, you know, I was there last week. It's moving along really fast. 
Um, and we're excited to get that open. It'll be the first time since um, COVID that we will have opened a bar and by our standards of growth and how things typically work, that's longer than we typically have in between openings. So for us to kind of um, yeah. get the cobwebs off of our reopening and trainings, it's great to um, have one in our backyard. So I think that's going to be a really, really um, successful bar for us when we open it. Yeah, hoping to visit that on the way up to the uh, AGM in August. So, um, if not, if I can get to the EFP net, I'll try. But that's that's a bit of a drive. <laughs> I, I, don't have, I don't know if I have any customers up there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, what? So Vegas, New Albany. What are the other ones? So the next one would be after New Albany, Cleveland. Um. You know, it's the uh, biggest metro area in Ohio where. Um, you know, it serves multiple purposes. You know, we, we currently sell a lot of beer in the Cleveland market. We know that when we open a bar, it drives a lot of distribution. Um, our biggest supplier, our biggest distributor is um, Superior Beverage. There are Columbus and Cleveland distributors. So opening a, another bar within their footprint yeah. is meaningful as well. Um, and, you know, well predating my time at BrewDog, we've been looking for a Cleveland location and just never felt like we had the right one. Um, and, you know, with how our thinking has evolved on bars, you know, looking for more of that 10,000 square foot icon destination, needing to have a large outdoor element, like we have a pretty specific recipe yeah. for what makes a great BrewDog experience. We finally felt like we found the right location um, it's pretty central, but we are kind of early on to a newer area of development, even though it is literally on the river right across from downtown. Um, Cleveland's a big rowing city. So, you know, there's rowing clubs and people do oh. that as an activity and a way to exercise right on the Cuyahoga River. So we're, we're literally on the river. We'll have, you know, a floating dock where people can dock up and come in for a drink. Uh, lots of outdoor space, hoping to do a dog park there potentially as well. Um, so we're, we're very excited about finally finding the right um, home in Cleveland. Excellent. And then anything past that? Um, one other one that we have been working on and we, we haven't announced it publicly. And normally when I say that to you, I won't, I don't finish, <laughs> it, but I will this time. I feel like I, I, I need to fill in that gap. Um, the next one that we're going to announce if all of our, us EFPs can keep it uh, between ourselves is going to be Atlanta. Um, and, you know, for us, we think that that is meaningful for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, it really is the capital of the Southeast. Um, it could be a very big distribution market for us. It's a big tourist yeah. market. Lots of people come through that city. Uh, it has a lot of warm weather through a larger part of the year. So, you know, with outdoor spaces being something that we're, um, very keen on having in place. The more warm weather, the better. Uh, we think we found an incredible location and um, that will be the next one that we announce in the near future. That's very exciting. It's very cool. Um, let's see what else. So with the, the raise getting extended, um, what's, what are the new developments going on at, at uh, Columbus? I know somebody on the forum uh, just shared pictures of the still in its current state. The still is physically in place. We're getting final city, states, permits, license approvals next week. 
So that it, it's beautiful. I'll have to share an image with with everyone really soon. But it's it's really like a work of art. Uh, so excited to get that commissioned in the next few weeks. But um, it was one of those things with the supply chain through COVID. Yeah. It, it just took a whole lot longer to get that <laughs> here um, than what we had hoped. But it's here. It's installed. So we're we're right at the goal line for that one. So very excited about that. Um, if whoever was sending you that picture, I don't know if they went out back and also took some pictures of the hop farm because uh, the structure for the hop farm is in place and uh, we had to wait for the weather to get warm, but the hops um, are going in the ground. Uh, they might be going in the ground as we speak, but they go in the ground in May and uh, it will get warm in the past 10 days here. So um, by this fall, we will have um, hop vines that exist on our uh, hop field. It will take a few years of harvesting before they are um, beer quality level, but from just uh, getting it in the ground and doing what we said we were gonna do, that one is well on its way. Um, I'm looking out a window right now where we're in the process of planting um, about 2000 trees to have the US wow. Brewdog Forest, much smaller scale than uh, <laughs> what has been announced in the US, but. Um, you know, taking advantage of the land on our campus and actually um, having some more visual elements of how we're trying to improve the planet. Uh, I think we've planted about 60% of that 2,000. So wow. uh, over 1,000 trees, and, and that's been just something going on this spring. Um, but the big one that isn't finalized by any means, but one that we're working on uh, and getting closer on is the solar panels to power our facility. Uh, and that's one that I think is incredibly meaningful. Uh, the current hope is to put them on the roof. Um, we had talked about putting them on the land, but we actually think the roof makes more sense for us. So a number of initiatives from a sustainability perspective that are actively in the works. Very cool. Um, campground? So um, when you're here, you'll see this, but the hop farm exists really towards the back of the property. Mm -hmm. And we left in front of it a sizable piece of land that just abuts to one of the ponds. And um, we absolutely feel like we'll be able to host camping events on that. It's like a pretty like uh, ideal place on our campus to have that. Yeah. Um, we're going to be putting out there a, um, a container bar that we could actually like serve from. So if we do, um, 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 camp out events or weekends um, that it'd be kind of a cool place to do it and um, you'd actually be able to uh, partake in some brew dog beers while you're out there. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Um, so back to distilling. I know um, there are some labeling issues with the 500 cuts. Is that starting to get almost solved or? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is continuing to be solved. So, um, we have had in our bars here, the gins, um, mm -hmm. we, the way that you really launch a spirit in the U S is you do it through on-premise samplings. You know, there's only so many, so much shelf space. Alcohol is so heavily regulated. There's so few places yeah. to buy it. You really need to have some on-premise demand to really launch that successfully. Yeah. Well, you know, the two big distributors in Ohio, um, they have, they're not even returned to their offices yet. That's starting to change uh, in the next couple of weeks. 
but we're planning to um, launch them, uh, the gins from an uh, on-premise sampling perspective and having to have actually available for sale outside of our facility in July. So that has oh, awesome. continued to make some progress. Um, and um, we're, we're still very actively working on the others. It's a very bureaucratic process. We have, we have made inroads. It's not at the same place it was when we last spoke, but we're still waiting for a final green light. Excellent. Well, yeah, that's, I think you and I have talked in Wisconsin, we have the Wisconsin Tavern League and um, they're likened to the mafia. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They control the flow of alcohol entirely within the state and liquor licenses and distribution and they have a death grip on it. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think, I think our very specific issue, I might've mentioned this um, here in the past, but um, I'm pretty sure it's tied to a tonka bean, which is part of the yeah. recipe and um, is for whatever reason, not FDA approved here, but fine to consume in Europe. Right, right. So if you want your tonka, go to the UK. <laughs> um, um, how about distribution? Any new states coming online for beer distribution now that things are starting to open up again and distributors are starting to bring in more things as opposed to just clearing up the... Uh, big fridges in the back. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have launched a couple states since we've spoken. Do you remember the last time we spoke? Uh, February? Um, Three months ago? No, okay. Well, so, so far this year, maybe some of these were launched when we spoke, maybe not. But so far this year, and this is all very recent. This is not old news. We've launched Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, and the big one being Texas. And that's all wow. in the last couple of months. So um, it really kind of expands us, you know, going past previously the furthest west we were was Minnesota, Iowa, and Missouri. Um, so it takes us to kind of the next layer. Um, have been really successful with those initial launches. It's a little bit unfair. Texas has by far the biggest population of those states. <laughs> Texas is going really well. And we're, we're really excited to see that. So we have uh, distributors in throughout Texas, but, um, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Austin, you know, those key markets um, yeah. are, are really where we made sure to start and have a great launch. Well, you know, that now the Texas punch will be claiming for a bar or two. So now that they have distribution, hopefully that's a little, little it easier. It is something we are working on. Hopefully the next time we talk, I can have an, a, another update on that front. Excellent. Um, so now for something completely different. So um, I know in the UK, they just started a different, um, you know, the stamp collecting, um, digital stamp collecting thing. Um, you know, you, you buy so much beer and you get a stamp and then you get a discount and you do this. There's something like that. I don't know how that's going to translate to the States because you can't ship beer to a lot of places. Are you referring, is that Planet Brewdog? The, yeah, Planet Brewdog, that was it. Yeah. Um, we have every intention of introducing that in the US. So um, just a little bit of, about kind of the background of our technology. Um, the UK um, website is built on a platform called Magento. And the US uses a platform called Shopify. And without uh -oh. boring people further than I already have, we were in the process of moving over to um, the UK's platform. And um, what that will allow us to do 
is take advantage of a lot of the things that have been put together in the UK, um, you know, whether that's uh, playing a BrewDog and the loyalty program that exists there, or it's uh, BrewDog and Friends, uh, the subscription program. So, um, yeah. we're, you know, I had a call on that today, actually, we're, we're getting very close. So it just is part of kind of unifying our tech stack as an organization yeah. and, and leveraging um, the work that's going on other places in the world. So there, there definitely will be U.S. nuances just given the, the laws that exist here. But in terms of having those programs, we're, we're, uh, we should have those in the next couple of months. Excellent. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I think we've, we've kind of hit my, my main topics. And I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to talk about that we hadn't talked about yet. Um, no, we've, we've covered a lot. We talked about uh, distribution. Um, we've announced a new partnership here in um, um, Iron Maiden, which I think is yeah. something that's, uh, you know, it, it introduces BrewDog to a, a big new audience. And we're oh, excited yeah. for that launch. It's been received really well. Um, I, you know, I noticed you're drinking, uh, it looks like a 16 ounce Hazy Jane. Oh, Hazy. Uh, I, I've got a, a light speed here. Uh, and for those who haven't had it, it's our, uh, 99 calorie, uh, Hazy, uh, IPA. It's one of the things I'm most proud of since being here. It's an amazing liquid. I think it's by far the best low-cal IPA I've had. Um, and excited for people to try that. Um, I have one in the fridge, haven't opened it yet. Oh, nice. All right. So you haven't had, you haven't even tried it when you were at the bar? No, when I was, when was I out there? Like, I think I was out there in March and I loaded up with a bunch of beer and came back and that was in the like summer pack. Okay. So that's, that's the one I haven't had yet is that one. And there's another one that we haven't opened yet. We should do that. Maybe we'll do that tonight. So, cause I gotta, I gotta start making room for when I come back from August. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got some drinking to do, but, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think we're, we're, we're always uh, hard at work, whether that's, you know, improving what we do or expanding the business or growing our community. And um, we're really excited, you know, in both Pennsylvania and Ohio, um, all restrictions are being lifted either on the 31st in Pennsylvania or June 2nd in Ohio. Um, nice. Indianapolis exists um, within Marion County and they have some additional restrictions in place. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're kind of waiting to hear on that, but we're, we're really excited to get um, back to providing the hospitality experiences that we strive to. Um, it's been kind of a, we've been doing our best, but you know, it's been, um, it hasn't been quite what it used to be. And we're really, really looking forward to getting back to that. And at the end of the day, we, we view ourselves as providing great beer and hospitality experiences. And if we're not doing that well, then um, we're not going to be doing this for that long. So excited to get back to that. Well, I think that's a really good place to end that. So thanks again for your time. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, I know you're, you're busy doing things and trying to run a blossoming brewing company, but uh, just, uh, thanks again. Thanks, Doug. Always great catching up. Yeah, you too.